And welcome back to Aardvark and Dunn. My name is Devin, and with me, as always, is Tyler the Peppy Cook. Hello. Good afternoon. Good, good evening. Afternoon. Good morning. And good night. Thank and you. And this has between. been Aardvark and Dunn. I'm done. How's it going? It's going pretty good, dude. I'm doing well. <laughs> you know how we just we got back from our $2 pint night at yeah. NW Growlers here in well, over there in Portland. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. And uh, now we're back here. We have gotten ourselves some of our own our own beers and uh, we're we're shooting up the podcast. Uh, how was your how was your day? What did you do today? I played a lot of hots with you. <laughs> played a lot of hots with me. Did not finish my responsibilities. Um, once again, Hots is Heroes of the Storm. It's oh, Blizzard's yeah, MOBA. Yeah. Um, how was that? How did you like that? Uh, I liked it too much. I played too much. Adulting was cast to the side. And yeah. I mean, what well, is your Saturday, though, right? So you have... You have I, I have Sunday. God's Day. God's Day. Well, I mean, it's really Wednesday, though, for you, though, right? So but Technically, it's God's Day for me. God's Day for me. I'm going to do a lot of praying for my soul. A lot of praying for your <laughs> soul specifically, yeah. not like other people's souls? Or I, I feel like a lot of other people are better off than I am. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a lot of praying for you. <laughs> All right, well, that's good. Um, my day went very similar. <laughs> also, my this was my Sunday. This is my Lord's Day, I guess. Yeah. Um, I didn't see you pray. I did not pray. I <laughs> did pay tribute to the Lord Blizzard by yeah. contributing some of my time to Hots. However, yeah, no, I, I I did not partake. Maybe I'll make up for that next week. Um, next Sunday. Or maybe I won't. But <laughs> regardless, it was a very productive day. Uh, yeah. Did you remember to put your tie burrito in the fridge? Yeah. All right. it's, it was so warm when I put it in there. It was yeah, weird. That's that's good. <laughs> Is just, that good? We were talking. We, we had... When, when you go to... Oh. Oh, we were testing the audio. That Darn one, it. That one Peppy, was me. You, you, want, turn, you oh, cut the I got sound it. on. That was Peppy's laptop booping at us, you know? You gotta have it once a podcast, though. Yeah, once a podcast. Peppy's got a text message. <laughs> Um, so I apologize for that. Any earphone listeners? Um, uh, guess who it was? Who was it? Ryan? It was Ryan. It was Ryan. Yeah. Um, now she she sent a laughy face, laughy face, laughy face, laughy face emoji. <laughs> Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Um, we'll update you when more occurs. Oh, and now she said fuck you too. TWO, <laughs> the two of us. Oh, dang. Um, I thought that was directly at you. Yep, well, uh, it's... This anyway. just in, I got a fuck you too as well, but <laughs> it came through on my laptop, so I was able to read it. Breaking it was... news down at the apartment G6 in the Gable Hills, Brian is saying, oh my god, you both are the worst with four T's. Whoa, four T's. I did not get that in yet, but that I, is breaking I news for me. That breaking news, yeah, it came in on the radio. Oh. Um, Yeah. Well, I don't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> we were talking about oh, so something that's really cool <laughs> that oh. so something that's really cool about Oregon, and this could be a conversation is Montana okay. versus Oregon. Oh, um, battle of the states. Well, it was kind of recommended by one of our listeners, um, Desiree uh, Desiree Norton. No relation. Um, <laughs> Um, is kind of talk about the differences between between Montana and Oregon. One of them is one of our breweries don't suck here. 
Um, Whoa. The beer. Take offense. The beer is comparable. They're, they're both good. Like, they, they have their merits. However, the rules surrounding our breweries here in Oregon are superior. Um, IPA you, or dust? It's, uh, okay, <laughs> there's a lot of IPAs, that's true. But, like, we don't have the three beer limit. They, oh, don't, yeah. they don't have to close at nine. Oh, yeah. If you serve alcohol, you I am must. I ready for a rabbit hole. Yeah, if, if, if you serve... If you serve alcohol, you must also serve a food or have an option for a food. So the NW Growlers does not serve food. However, everywhere around them, like a Thai place, a, like a Mexican place, um, a Hawaiian place, and, a, and another Thai... No, an Indian place. They all serve to that restaurant. So you go there, you're like, this is what I want, and they'll deliver it to you, which is really cool. Um, and they have popcorn. And they have, pop- they have popcorn the, there, too. The brewery. Yeah, the brewery. Or the tap house. Yeah, that's... Popcorn. That one's the tap house, yes. Um, <laughs> but like breweries are like that too. So you, if you yeah. want, you can you can go to a brewery for the evening, and you don't have to move to a bar eventually. Um, that could be your plan. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on on, on this whole? So rabbit hole time because that's it? what I do. Peppy the rabbit hole cook. That's why they call you Peppy. Yeah, I'm cooking up some rabbit holes and pepping up some steps. I imagine that smells. <laughs> Uh, it smells like a nice hearthy stew. But anyways, um, Ryan aside, buzzing us up. Uh, yeah, I went, I went on a date a with date? a... Yeah, I might touch on this a little bit. I don't want to kiss and tell. Well, let's, go to, let's go to the, uh, the, 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 the date corner. The okay. date corner. We need, we need a song for it. So every time... <laughs> It's like the blind date um, show, like yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Let me tell you, there was no kissing, <laughs> so you can tell. <laughs> um, I just brought up Montana stuff. <laughs> if that came up on the podcast, I did not fart with the chair. Oh my god, that came up clear on my like radar. So I'm sure the podcast I heard I it. Didn't hear a thing. Okay, I was gonna let it slide. I, otherwise, I was not. <laughs> Definitely kiss and tell on that point. There you there you are. You're on a date and she's like, Hi, my name is insert name, it's not important. And then you're like, Oh, I'm from Montana, let me tell you about it. Is that exactly how that went down? Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) And then right after I told her Montana fix, she walked out the door. She's like, and your name was That doesn't matter, Montana Fix. But anyways. It was pretty organic how it came to, or at least I like to tell it like it was organic. Um, oh no, I just brought up that Montana breweries are awesome because my heart's in Montana. Is a song about that? I'm sure. Probably it's about Texas, really. But probably that's it. Texas, um, anyways, uh, <laughs> um, I was just saying that how Montana breweries work. There's a three drink limit or. Limit. Me, I was yeah, about to say right. minimum. No, no <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> sounds like Montana, but not really. Um, there's a three drink limit, and you usually get tickets or something or some kind of thing that tells you that you get three drinks and you're done. And blown away by that, she just did not understand the three drinks. I'm like, well, we don't have like how I explained it is Montana is just a bunch of small cities or towns or whatever and um we don't have food nearby a lot of those breweries some of them are out in the middle of nowhere so 
if you have more than three beers, you're just going to get drunk and it's going to be a bad time. So they kind of cut you off there and she was pretty amazed by that. So, yeah. I, to my understanding, the reason why Montana has a three drink limit is because it's just the law based around um, lobbyists, I think, distribution lobbyists as well as... Peppy's arguing with his dog. Yeah, um, distribution right. lobbyists as well as uh, white bar lobbyists just kind of pinching, pinching the breweries is what it is. Really? Yeah. Um, distributors don't like breweries like distributing on their own, for example. Yeah. Um, and bars don't like them serving alcohol. So they're in a weird situation. Like um, in Bozeman, there was a few bars that stopped carrying a, a brewery's beer there. Because they stayed open past nine. Because they found a way to legally do it. Um, so everybody pinched them out and they were losing money because nobody's buying from them anymore. That they, they moved their time back to nine. So it's basically we in Montana, I guess. Well, they in Montana now like to just abuse the brewery system. Really? That's yeah, kind of That's like if you think about it, like limited population. It's like only you can only get so many people drunk at so many places. So. <laughs> that, um, well. Wow, that explains a lot better than I did. <laughs> um, you like the, uh, you might have lied to her. I don't know, but it made for an interesting story at least. I mean, I explained it to my understanding, which my understanding was wrong, which makes it not a lie. Yeah, mis- uh, that's that's fair. Misinterpretation. That's fair. Yeah, I mean that's that's my understanding as well. I could be wrong. Yeah, um, I mean we could all be lying. It could just be that Montana just brewers like you know what I wanted three 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 beer limit. That's what I'm saying. You know what's funny is most breweries that I frequented um, when I lived in Montana, they let me somehow always whittle past the three-beer limit if I tried. Um, I believe I went to that brewery as well. I'm not going to say any name. I almost did, yeah. but I'm not going to yeah, say any name. Yeah, I know. I was about there, to. There, there's one. There's, in, it's that one brewery, right? It's that one brewery. You get yeah. nicknames. And, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's uh, Dijon Babyface and Dijon. uh used to with that. Ty Ty the Impaler. Ty Ty the Impaler. That's a story for another time when it's yeah. not associated with breaking the law. Um, even though those are our outline. <laughs> Wait. That... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> our outstanding names. Outstanding. <laughs> Saved it. Um, but that story is for our 100th episode. 100th Stay episode. tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, remind me. Um, I'm going to set a reminder here. I'm going to write it down. You can hear my pen turning on. So, um, 96 more to go. 96 shows. <laughs> Say where names came from. I'll never be able to read that. Pen's <laughs> off. All right. Well, What's up next? Well, of course, it's our, our favorite segment. What are you drinking, Peppy? Oh man, uh, I am drinking a uh, session mead, cranberry and strawberry. It's it's a little bit bitter. I was always told that meads were really sweet, and maybe it's the cranberry. But I felt that I tried that. I felt that was pretty sweet, actually. I am also eating a Reese's peanut butter egg, so that might be <laughs> what's going on here. So this isn't their fault; it's your fault. <laughs> the palate isn't really refined at this moment. I. <laughs> All right, well, you're right. having a mead. Uh, yeah. Who makes the read? I'm sorry. The mead? Uh, Nectar Creek. I've never heard of them. I don't know where they're from. Let's let's check this out. Let me get into interpreting this uh, this can. It's uh, from Beekeepers. Beekeeper. In Oregon. <laughs> Just random beekeepers made this in Oregon. 
That's about all they that they gave me. Uh, there's some government warnings and 140 calories. 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 It's a lot of calories for that small can. It's a bunch of honey and cranberry and strawberry. Hmm. What can I say? How about you? What are you drinking? What am I drinking? So I have I have a friend here in town. His name's Sam, and uh, he turned me on to a brewery named Stormbreaker. And I would I'll have to say, it is one of my favorite breweries. Um, and it's it's Portland brewery, and it's just it's turned me on to a lot of different alcohols. Um, however, this one that I'm having is very traditional. The fact that it's a it's a pay, it's a it's it's a paleo. It's called Hazy. So hot right now. <laughs> it's a New England style pale ale, which is great and all. Um, sorry, I got distracted because your laptop kind of turned off there. Is that, that going to be an issue? I don't think so. Let's double check on that really quick. And Let's keep on talking. Let's we'll, keep... We'll, we'll get through it. Press some buttons. See if we're right. We're, we're, we're good. Good. I don't know why asleep, but when it is. Yeah. Well, anyways, so sore breaker, hazy, it's so hot right now. Maybe we, maybe we can cut that out. Maybe we won't. We'll see what's going on. It's a New England style pale ale. It was turned on to me by my, my friend Sam, and um, it's kind of what's nice about it is I'm so sick of IPAs. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm super sick of IPAs. Um, I think they are overplayed. They all taste about the same, and they give me headaches. Uh, but like something that Portland likes to do is they like to add like a berry twist or something like that to it. And I'm gonna, I guess, sound repetitive but saying like I, don't know, I, I like that I like when they add little twists to IPAs which so it still has that like IPA background but you also have that new twist I guess sorry I was watching you pour that and I'm like the hell is he doing I was just checking the label he looked at sure. this he looked at this bottle as if it was an old friend like we've never met like it's like it's, like it's been so long since we've seen each other I couldn't even recognize it at first you couldn't recognize him but I got to know it's the Belgian Mm. What do you so you pour something new? What is that? Yeah, um, I got the Sumtown Tart Belgian style fruit sour ale with blackberry. Or those are blue blueberries and black raspberries getting mixed up. I've never heard of black raspberry. <laughs> okay, I tried oh, that beer. That is a thing. Isn't it, it is it? absolutely a thing. <laughs> yeah. I tried I tried that beer just a second ago when you opened it, and it is super good. <laughs> Your dog is having a struggle night. Yeah, it's just a rough night for Garris, but um, we're going to keep on trucking on. Trucking on. It's good. It's a good beer. I, I'm jealous of it, actually. It's, uh, it's a 6.8. Wow. Yeah. Um, the rain is gone, and Portland's favorite pinup is back. I'm going to interpret the rest. It's uh, hopped, packed with stuff. I'm going to say they're fruits. I may have already listed off, and that's about as much as I'm going to interpret because the imagination is the best interpreter. That was all improvised. Sounded improvised. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was sounding good. But... Alright, let's. <laughs> and I think we should move on. Um, so, looking here at your show notes for episode four, it looks like you have a random question game. Guess the theme of conversation. <laughs> the yeah. hell does that mean, Peppy? All right. I might just jump into it. You're going to be really confused. It's Hold on. I need a moment. I need to take a drink. This is like the Mad Lib. Buh. All right. Popping my knuckles. Sitting up straight. Wait, let me, let me make sure I'm getting my notes right. 
Or is this the breaking the ice segment that you're referring to? It's both. It's both. How was your day? But it's great. Are we really breaking the ice? A little bit. Do we need to break the ice again? <laughs> Maybe. Do I need to tell you more intimate facts about my day? What did you do before you came here? Before I came here? Yeah. I went to Fedbriar with you. Oh, how was that? That was great. It was it was fun. We got some leftover leftover Easter candy. Yeah. Is it is there good deals? They were great deals. Oh yeah? About half off or something? About that. Am I being baited into this? Like did you no, did you I'm plan just, this whole just, conversation I'm by just... taking me to go get discount Easter candy and you're like, This will fade in perfect. Oh, whoa, you sound pretty paranoid right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little paranoid. I feel like I'm being set up. It's a really nice vest you got there. Thank you. <laughs> Where'd you get it? <laughs> I got it from work over at Columbia. It's Mountain Hardware. It's a ghost whisperer. Alright, what's the theme of this conversation? Random question game, guess the theme of conversation. Is the theme me? No. Is about... What's? Am I supposed to guess the theme? Yeah. The theme is... I don't know. Nice, friendly questions to your friend Evan about his day? Getting to know him better? It's first date questions. First as date questions. God damn it. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Hence the breaking the ice. Yeah. First date question. Um, uh, I just wanted to throw that in there because I was looking for conversation starters just for... <laughs> and I ran into that. I'm like, this will be great and awkward. So. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> I didn't know. I, I'm like, why is he asking? <laughs> so... But what about those eggs? The ones... <laughs> just messed with you. You thought like... When he asked me that, he had this straight-faced, <laughs> stern, like, you just got caught in a lie to your parents' look on his face. <laughs> With his arms crossed, trying to be intimidating. It worked. It worked a lot. I was really intimidated. I felt intimidated. At first, before, I thought I was being courted on a date. <laughs> now I feel like I'm being drilled by her mother before I leave. Mother? Father? Mother or father? By the ear. By the... Ear. 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 Why are you over there? Trying to distract the dog. This is the best podcast. 100% professional. (laughs) Best profession ever. I never claim to be anything more. (laughs) You know, when we started our podcast, this is how much effort we put in for you guys. You you the listeners. So, we we sat in front of here and we did some sound checks and we tested some stuff. And it took us a while. Before we found a decent setting. So if this is really bad, let us know. We will do our best to tell you to fuck off. And we'll figure it out later. Um, however... We're still looking for that feedback. We're trying <laughs> We still want that feedback. But, so you know, when we first... We ran into issues before. We have what we refer to as the Lost Podcast. Yeah. Don't we, Peppy? Yeah. Yeah. And that's because <laughs> we fucked up on the sound for an hour and a half. And I referred to it before... But what I'm going to do is I wanted to... I've had, I've had people like, why don't you just post it? Just post it, Devin. We want it. We want the last podcast. Post it. All, all, all three of you have said it. Yeah, you've all seen the comments. You, you've, all, you've all... People are always <laughs> like, where's it at? Where's the last podcast? And I'm going to give you a taste of what that last podcast sounded oh, like. Oh, man. You know what I'm going to... If you just give me one moment, I'm going to say a line that probably came from that last that lost podcast. And it's going to sound just like how it is. Give me... Here. Just wait one second for me to play that. 
I don't know what's going on here. Oh, he's okay. Yeah, I know what's going on. I'm I'm doing well. This is the lost podcast. I I can barely hear you. I I did not know at the time, but the listeners know though. The listeners know now. We didn't. We we did not. You wonder why we did it? Because I wasn't. (laughs) I wasn't paying attention to the sound. Okay. Alright. Yep. And that was a clip from the Lost Podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of messed up that one. <laughs> it's it's gonna be really... It's to make us more famous. Holy crap. What? I'm just getting ready for the Mad Lib. Tell me about it. Oh, the Mad Lib? No, we're not doing Mad Lib. Oh. Not yet. Not yet. Oh. We can. Do you want to do Mad Lib? Well, let's talk about what I thought a Mad Lib, how it was... Mad Lip? Yeah, Mad Lip. You thought it was a Mad Lip. Mad Lip. What's a Mad Lip, L-I-P? It's when people get mad at not being able to figure out some adjectives and verbs and... We had the most amazing Mad Lib in the last podcast, Peppy. Most amazing. Yeah. I... No, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Okay, well... We're, we're gonna we're gonna bury that. We're gonna bury it. This this is gonna be our this is gonna lip? be our iPad Pro of our podcast <laughs> for one of the Harmon Cast. Um, yeah. For those of you that don't listen to the Harmon Cast, with Harmon Town, sorry, which is Harman you should Cast. turn this off. Go listen to that. It's way better. Um, unless <laughs> they have your, a soundboard, they have a soundboard. <laughs> uh, basically, the host of that podcast lent his friend a iPad Pro, and he gives a shit about it all the time. Um, so here we are. Me giving shit to Peppy for ruining the last podcast. But okay, so Madlib, Peppy thought it was LIP. So on our old, our other show notes that he posted, he said Peppy did a Madlib. So we're going to continue on doing Madlips. Madlips? Madlips. Oh, um, and, uh, and we're going to see... We're going to see how this goes. I All think right. this one's going to be a little better. I liked our last one. Also, we have no feedback on the last one. Yeah, disjointed, diverse. I really like that combination. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good combination. Um, DD, at it again. So, so we're, we're, we we want to do this now. Yeah, uh, I mean, is it does it feel forced? <laughs> it, Did it, I just put us in a corner? I feel like it? I feel like we're like we if if you and I are on a date and we had just ordered dinner and you finish really fast, but I'm still kind of working my way through, and you're like, yeah, so next next bar, let's go to the bar, like let's go hang out at the bar. And like I'm still working <laughs> on this salad that I ordered oh, um, instead you, of a meal. You ordered the salad? Well, I mean, you're paying, of course, right? Oh, yeah. I guess that's pretty courteous. I mean, it's super nice. Is there chicken and salad? Mm, yes. Chicken oh. and berries. Whoa. What kind of berries? Um, black raspberry? What, what, what the ones you said earlier? Whoa. <laughs> I don't know if I can afford that. Okay. Well, the huckleberries from Montana. They're imported. I understand. I know it's more expensive than the normal things on the menu. Uh, but, like, okay, I could have gotten I a mean, steak. I could have gotten the Jesus steak. Jesus Christ. I could have just picked huckleberries and we could have just done a picnic. 
Okay, well, like if you, you were to let me you know, you asked the, me. You asked past. me to this restaurant, and you did not put that effort in. Why are they getting huckleberries from Montana? I, I thought Marion berries were a thing. Damn. Well, I wanted the huckleberries chicken salad. Did they just like? Oh, we'll go get some. I don't know why you have to patronize me on our first date when you're just trying to pressure me to go to a bar, baby. I, I, I thought this would be a cheap day. If that's know. your real, I ordered a salad. This is with the Montana Huckleberry. This is a steakhouse. I could have done worse. I don't think so. Next time, next well, there won't be a next time. Okay. Absolutely not. I will not be going to This is ridiculous. I cannot believe you would do this here. You're making yeah. a scene. I mean, chicken fingers are pretty unexpected. Unexpected. You take expensive. you take me out and expect me to eat chicken fingers. It's what I ordered. <laughs> ordered a salad i'm trying to stay lean okay me too what are you saying about chicken fingers that they're fatty fried foods my god and who eats blue cheese with their chicken fingers anyway it's blue cheese dressing who does that (laughs) it's delicious you're confusing and no we will not be going to the next bar you can ask for the check because i'm leaving i want to split i don't want to split i was under the impression this was a free meal Plus, you can't you can't ask me you can't ask me to split as I'm stopping out and leaving the restaurant. So and making a scene after I flip. you're running out on the bill. No, arrest her. No, no, don't. I'm not a her. I am a him. Whoa, gender norms. First of all, and and I don't appreciate you thinking that because I I was under the impression that you were paying and I'm stopping out and making a scene and everybody's looking at you realizing that you're a bad person. Excuse me, but you said you. We're not identified, and then you're calling yourself a him now? I mean, pre-post, I don't know, like, why are you asking so many questions? I'm stomping out. Uh, you're the one that won't let me have a huckleberry chicken salad. Yeah, I didn't want you to have that. It's <laughs> weird. He's like, I imagine, um, yeah, I'll take the, uh, the huckleberry chicken, I don't want you to have that. Okay, I'll, I'll take, I'll take a, a tender, I don't want you to have that either. The Caesar salad, that sounds important as well. <laughs> this, is like, this, this is great. A I Greek mean, salad? Absolutely not. That's over oceans. Romaine? <laughs> How about good old American iceberg lettuce? You know what's iceberg lettuce? There's no icebergs here. That has, it's, that's, that's it was just winter. I assume. We don't have winter here. It's, it's Portland, so that clearly came from out of state. Or on the other side of... You know what's really funny? And really kind of ironic? The name of this Madalib we're going to do here is The Awkward Date. Oh. That ties in. That was not even too planned. Well. That's that good. Was, that, that was, was good. almost okay. too planned. So, <laughs> this lib intro is simply, tonight I'm going on a date with Timothy from my math class. So, Pepe, you know the rules. I'll ask you some word types. You'll give them to me. Give me a guy's name. Um, Peppy. Perfect. Whoa. What's a school subject? No, no, no. Hold on. I'm worried that it's going to be about you in first person, so I can't put Peppy. It'd be like you told oh, yourself okay. to do it. So give um, me a guy's name. Yeah, that asshole Jeremy. Asshole <laughs> You don't have to put that. Don't let him know I said that. Well, he knows now. Uh, What's a school subject? Physics. 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 Jeremy don't know no physics. <laughs> Give me a number. Eight. 
What's a verb plus the ed? Oh, I guess you could just give me a verb and I'll put the ed on it. Let's just give me a verb. Thrust. <laughs> give me another verb. Um, kick. And give me another verb. Oh man, I. I... You have no more verbs. I... That's all. Thrust no, and kick are the only <laughs> verbs in your vocabulary. No, I was slammed. But that's not that's Shlam. not even a word. Like I don't even know why that came up. Well, it has to be slamming. So I'm doing slamming. Slamming. Okay. Um. Same guy's name was asshole. Jeremy. Jeremy. What's an adjective? Um. Are you looking for like? Uh, well, Jeremy's kind of pissing me off. So um. Agitated. Agitated. I'm agitated. Is it past tense? At irate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm irate at Jeremy. Sorry, I was muting my computer again. Oh. Just blowing up. <laughs> so irate. Sorry, what's the letter of the alphabet? Ooh. Um Q. Plural occupation example: taxi drivers or nurses. <laughs> bankers. <laughs> Going back to that one-armed goose. Bankers. Give me an animal. <laughs> the goose. Give me a day of the week. Uh, I'm gonna go with Wednesday, Hump Day. <laughs> hump Day. Oh, no. Noise. Example. Chirp. Crack. Thump. Aruga. Aruga. Same guy's name. Asshole Jeremy. Yeah. Give me a, a noun. Um. Oh, man. Let's think. This is so... Like, I don't know what's coming. I don't know what's coming. Like I want to, I want to make this correct, but um, uh, like I guess baseball field. Baseball field. <laughs> it's funny because I have to make a plural. All right. Um, adjective fields. and a reminder, Peppy. Adjectives are words that modify nouns. Um, it makes it more specific. Baseball night. fields at night? No, no, don't think about baseball I, fields. Oh, is that not what I'm going with? No. Um, colossal. Colossal works. What's a verb? What is a verb? <laughs> Jump. Jump. Single body part. Choose one. Nose eye. What? Nose eye. Nose eye. No. Um, left hand. Left hand. What's a verb? This is really long. Holy shit. Um. Leap. Oh, this could be hard. Leap. Transportation. Scooter. Something outside. An ocean, a hill, a moon. Your dog, ideally. Who, if you guys can hear him being needy, I apologize. Forest. Forest. As in your coworker or a forest? 
Plural food. Um, French fries. What's an animal? A giraffe. My grandma would love that. <laughs> Flavor. I eat vanilla or bacon. Grape. Grape. I mean, grape, yeah. Give me another animal. <laughs> um, octopi. Octopus, because it's single. Oh, dang. I know. Liquid. Um. Oh my god, this is so long. I got to read something this long? <laughs> Jesus, we're not even halfway there. No, mead. we're halfway there. Mead. Single food item. Uh, hamburger, because I love hamburgers. You were craving one earlier. Yeah, no. Why do you love hamburgers so much? I don't know. It's just the best thing. Like, what do you love about a hamburger? It's just—I uh, don't even know. Would you order a Huckleberry hamburger, Peppy? I'll try. I've had it before. It's pretty good. Oh dang! What if it was here where in Oregon? Would you, where did I get it? Um, it would be a Marion Berry burger, but yeah, I mean, okay. but it would be imported. Would you let somebody you were on a date with have one? I would order one for myself. But what if what if they ordered one too? I'd uh, be like, "Well, you need to order that." Iceberg lettuce, Marion chunk, <laughs> and some good old fashioned American ranch. Good old fashioned. Okay, what's Hidden a liquid? Valley. What's a liquid? Ranch. Um, <laughs> Give me an adjective. Uh, let's go with muddy. Muddy. Ooh, muddy's good. Muddy ranch. Give me color. Guy, go whole different direction here. Pink. Pink. Plural clothing. Socks. That's... I love socks. Actually good. Single piece of clothing. This is getting a little dirty, possibly. I went there. I mean, it is a bad first date, though. An awkward date. That's right. I might just go with shirt. Shirt? Might be cordial. Oh my god, another plural clothing. Plural clothing? Sweaters. Okay, next time I'm going to look and see how long these are because we are on the home stretch. We're almost done. For those of you who are still with us on this, I apologize. And yeah, fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> What's a, Give me a noun. Give me a noun. Um, oh, man. After, what, did I just say sweaters? Don't think too much about that. Just give me a random. random pull one out of the sky. I, I mean, give me a noun. What's the name of anything? A lamp. Lamp. I love lamp. Give me an adjective. Describe something. Not the lamp. Something else. Think of think of your dog. Describe <laughs> your dog. Um, him. In, um, damn foot. Single body part. Um, enlarged. Verb. Oh. Lightning round. Go. First thing comes up. Uh, Single pinky. body part. Pinky. Yes or no. Yes. Oh man, Rick. Crawling. <laughs> oh, geez. Crawling. Crawling. Room of a house. I need a drink. I need to pour some alcohol. Okay. Alright, what we got? Is it loading? Is it highlighting something in your show notes? I'll just say getting heavy with death take talking fate comma whatever. I'm just oh. asking what. Oh. <laughs> um, should we should we heavy? Mm, serious. Stock the after like different colors and you get to. It should be normally. Yeah, they can get alter it. Okay, colors today. I, I I recently heard a a a statement about death that I agree with that I think it's 
ridiculous that we would think that ridiculous and self like not selfish but self-centered to think that we are important enough that we would actually like never cease to exist um i don't remember a time before life and it, it didn't bother me then so i imagine that i won't remember a time after life and it won't bother me then either but i don't know i don't think there's much i like i would like to whenever people start talking about ghosts and whatnot i'm yeah. like Oh jeez! So like, oh, that'd be really cool, because if there are ghosts, then that means that there is some form of afterlife or something after after death, um, because there has to be something. Yeah. If for for that to exist, I guess. But I don't believe in ghosts, and I don't believe in an afterlife. I think that consciousness is just a thing that we developed. Biologically, and once we cease to exist in a biologic state, we no longer exist anymore. Yeah. That is my deep, dark, fake karma whatever statement. Um, okay. <laughs> what do you think? Death talking fake karma statement whatever. Um, I, yeah, very much the same camp here. Um, about that, like, you have... I mean, I, I just like to use the idea... It's much like before you were born. I'm not gonna Ooh, remember. That's a quote from somebody. I don't remember who it is. Yeah, I don't know where I heard it, but I might steal it. I'm not see. I'm borrowing. I might give it back to them. If they're dead, I'm still gonna give it back to them. Wait, and I mean, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I can't borrow if they're dead. I mean, yeah, they're probably dead. That, that's going to just refute what I'm trying to say. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I got. I thought about this. Uh, one of the clients I was working with was talking about, like, he's very scared of the afterlife. And he's, like, I mean, the kids I work with are always up to no good. Usually up to no good. And he's just like, what if there's an afterlife? I'm like, well, personally, I don't think of an afterlife. And he honestly asked me, like, well, how do you be good if you don't think there's, like, something bad at the end of this i'm like well there's things bad currently like if you're acting bad how old is this kid oh 14 it's an interesting like like philosophy 101 question yeah like i think that when i took philosophy 101 like that was one of the things like what stops people who aren't religious from being good and i think a lot of like a lot of religious people are that same way they're like they're like well if you don't believe in god how how do you maintain being good yeah i don't know it's like I think a good answer for that is community and, like, the sense of, like, being, like, involved Helping in something. one I mean, another, it's, yeah. It's, it's just, I think being bad feels bad. Yeah. Um, and people are generally only bad because they feel like it's all they have left. It's a necessity, right? Yeah. Unless they are raised in an environment where they don't quite maybe comprehend good versus bad. Yeah. Which your your clients... Bad is kind of how you get by. Yeah. And then they're put in an environment where bad is really bad and you shouldn't do bad. And it's really confusing. After your death, you will be what you were before your birth. Arthur Schopenhauer. Schopenhauer? So it's German, so I think you say it all. Schopenhauer. Is that a philosopher or what? I imagine. 
Um, the name sounds familiar, but it could just because I looked at it a few times just now, like over and over again, so it just feels familiar. Let's remember this cue. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just thought it was an interesting topic to kind of go over. Um, it is. It is interesting. Like, well, like, kind of going off that, like, what, what, what in your daily life, Peppy, makes you do good instead of doing bad? What stops you from like just being a bad person? I mean, like, honestly, I am completely for free will like i like to believe that i have the will to do whatever i damn well please and uh what holds me back from doing bad is harming others i would like to have compassion towards others it's kind of why i'm in the field i'm in like i want to do well how like, do you how do you teach compassion to somebody that was not born with that natural like well but maybe maybe you weren't born with a yeah. natural sense of compassion maybe that was taught to you by your parents is that a product of like your parents like religious at like aspirations towards towards life like was that like your parents learned i'm assuming learned a lot of their compassion and whatnot from from religion because my understanding of your parents they are rather religious um and i would say my mother and father are similar yeah but so i think what i was trying to say is like i think that um teaching compassion is like i think that's where like religious people get nervous is like like they believe that that's something that like religion has to give you because they're like religion gives you a punishment for not being compassionate um outside of like the confinements of like our like institutions of like if you, if you break a law you go to jail yeah um some people that's enough some people that's not um what's your opinion is like do you think that we need do we need that carrot on the stick to be compassionate or are we just inherently compassionate like no um i have so i believe like my bare bones of it pretty much if i were to give a metaphor for it religion was like the i guess choke chain to wrangle in the dog fightingness or the just beast inside of us to kind of like heal like, religion was that fear. That, heal as in heal, like, spiritually, or, like, heal as in, like, you tell a dog to heal. Yeah, and, like, like tell that dog to sit like, down you know. and teach him some new tricks to kind of, like, play nice, I guess. Like, that's what I feel like religion, that's what the role, that's what role religion played for us. It's, like, kind of teach us, like, you need to be compassionate to one another. Because I, I don't think that's a natural trait for us. Like, we have that community, but then, like, that small community is going to wage, like, war on this other small community. And then, like, once we got into larger communities, we needed something to kind of realize, like, we need to bring it in and be compassionate to one another. But it took such a long time to get to the point that we are inclusive of everyone, which we're still not at that point. There's religions against religions. There's, like, different just background i don't know like just back different people from uh, yeah it's just like we're not at that point that we're totally compassionate to one another i mean i'm not throwing any one person under the bus but like there's like tons of different societies that have that we gotta just wipe out this to make the world pure so, type mentality like it, it doesn't come from one is, area and it comes from a bunch 
is the lack of that step, like everybody being compassionate and everybody kind of like getting to that point where we like we live in a unity or like a, a good a good society where everybody is there for the better, like the good, yeah. or like like the we're not there. Is the step that we're missing? Is that step rejecting religion? Uh, we we as a society moving forward have a large like in the past past twenty years or so, um, the majority of like what you would consider millennial, like they're they're agnostics or they're atheists. They don't yeah. believe that religion plays a part in their life. Other things, um, but people say it was like celebrity worship or like item worship, all those kind of things. <laughs> yeah, like take over the like take over that plane. Do you think the reason why we were unable to make that final step towards like a unity is our lack of a unifying religion? Is that what we needed? Is that missing step? Possible. I mean, I guess like if there was a truth to be discovered, like if there was a God or there wasn't, and then it just was black and white, like there is no God or there is a God, then I guess that would be the point. And be like, okay, well. Now we come together and serve that purpose, I guess. We it's either we're in for in it for each other or we're in it for this higher power. So so what you're saying then if there isn't a God, then the next purpose is being in it together. That's, yeah. That's what we that's the next step if we if we all come to the conclusion that there's absolutely, without a doubt, no God. We're yeah. in it together. Um So that, that's what you believe. Like that yeah, that, that like, would be the unifying factor. I mean, my understanding of life is coming from like or my i guess comprehension of life comes from an existential standpoint which sounds super bleak and like just very sad and miserable but like there's no purpose or no reason or meaning to this life we're just here randomly and we're going to make the best of it but that's not really how it's communicated we're just going to like do what we do and get by and a lot of like when I talk about that, it sounds like, oh, wow, like, oh, there's no purpose to us living, so why do we even live? It's like, to make the best of this experience. Well, I think you're trying to say is, like, there might be, there not might, might not be a, def- like, a divine purpose for us to live. Like, we're not here to, to fulfill some, like, prophecy, if you will. Yeah. But we're, we're here to find our own purpose and fulfill that. Yeah. For what like, that might be. make our own meaning, make our own purpose, like, sure. Like, it's whatever you make of it. It's the experience you have, and it's going to be much different than the other person next to you. You know, what's really interesting when you when you look at, like, history and the development of culture and society, when you move when you move from being just, like, simple, like, hunter-gatherer societies and you move on up, most, if not, I want to say all, but, like, I'm going to say most because I there's probably some anecdotal society that I'm missing, but most of them develop some form of religion to explain the unknown yeah um and also to deter um selfish behaviors in the community and that is a stepping stone very often seen to moving forward into like a a general civilized society um i think it's it is there's it's interesting that like all societies come to that and i used to hang on that a lot like the reason why i'm bringing that up is that that used to be kind of like my like well, if all societies came to the same conclusion, um, that there has to be something in something control, in, in control, yeah, yeah, then then maybe it must be true. If everybody comes to that conclusion, I have come up with my own individual opinion on this, but I would love to hear what your thoughts are on that 
uh, just to the god like creation. Yeah, like everybody came thing. to the same idea of a god. I mean, so at night you see stars, things that you can't even fathom what they are really. Like there's yeah. these things out in the distance that are larger than our planet that is enormous as it is itself like how are we able to explain that we don't even know what those things are they just light up our skies there's something in the sky that like gives us light and then we come to find that it gives us color and give like gives us all these things to really actually or like just experience this world i guess like if we had no light like what we'd be fumbling in the dark maybe we probably we wouldn't even really exist probably exist yeah yeah don't, really don't but don't meet the conditions for your life to exist yeah and so we're just kind of trying to understand what is going on i think like, i think that's a very similar like outcome to what i came to like i've done a lot of like a lot of debate yeah um from when i was going through school and i've 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 slewed a lot of bullshit, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And when debating, there's often times where you skew something. In the sense of, like, not committing to it, but, like, kind of committing to it. And then that's basically just throwing bullshit out there. And when you look at things like politics, that happens all the time. Where you assume... Like, you say something to make people assume... Like, they they impose their belief on it. You You don't make a statement. You make them believe... That you're making the same statement as them, so yeah. like, they think that your opinion is their opinion. It's, it's a it's a neat trick. It yeah. Happens all the time. It happens in debate. It happens in politics. It happens when you read a self help book. They, they you, you give enough for people to make like to project their thoughts, and then you, you like you allow them to fill it in. Ironically enough, this is kind of funny, but um, Donald Trump's um, daughter Ivanka in her book talks about this extensively as being her main form of negotiation, which is fascinating. It's actually an interesting chapter. Um, it's very manipulative, which is neat. But anyways, what's important, like, the why I bring that up is I think that's been happening over forever. Like, you hit this point where, like, you bring up this, like, religion to explain things, like Thor, like, like the god of thunder making lightning to explain it. Because you come up with this, this, this religion to control society, and you just slowly start, like, lying your way through adding more things, adding more gods in some situations, or adding more commandments and others to, like, continue that order. Like, oh, like, no, like, our gods believe in this. Like, he speaks through me. Like, this, like you can't do this because of that. Um, just, which is, yeah, uh, kind of bring order to society, yeah, I guess. Kind of yeah, like, you, like kind of saying, driving yeah. the point to, like, what you're trying to achieve, really. It's like, Vikings were a very war-oriented culture, and their gods were very war-oriented. And you needed to motivate those people to leave their lands. Yeah. To, like, go to other lands because, they're, like, there's no way they could grow yeah. where they were at. Um, just because it just didn't have the farmland, didn't have the resources. Like, they had to go and raid. So, like, they just put in that, like, that culture. And yeah. they, they made it made it work. And then you just give enough for people to impose their own ideas of what the perfect warrior looks like. Where they're willing to go out there and die for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, That's a good example. maybe us um, worshipping, I guess, uh, star or little, little like actors and all that is like maybe it's our next step in <laughs> religion. Well, it's interesting it's like, because, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I, I guess I was going nowhere with that. It's just like we're just kind of evolving from that. 
Well, like celebrities like leave that quote unquote life you want to have, and like yeah. they, they are that they normally, hopefully, for you, I mean, not you, but like for you, like for the person, like they're looking at it like this is like the symbol of like what being perfect is. Like um, when I look at like a just a stand up guy, yeah. I look at like I don't know one of the one of the Avengers actors like. Um, Chris Pratt or the Chris's, any of the Chris's, yeah. <laughs> um, and like the like the like the things that they do, the way they act, the way they take care of themselves, the way they take care of people around them, yeah. Um, and you like to think that they're like they're perfect. Like this is who I should strive to be. This is that ideal of like this is the person you need to be. And, like they, their lives are great, and I want to be like that. They're helping but, out others, yeah, yeah. They have their own problems that you learn on the side, like. Like, whether it be, like, self-esteem issues or having to change who you are to fit this mold that society wants or divorces or, like, the inability to have stable relationships. They have all these issues that, like, we choose to ignore because they're perfect. Yeah. Um, I think that's the same, like, what I was trying to, like, the reason why I'm saying that is, like, I think that there are the historical people that probably existed, like, like, Jesus probably existed in my opinion. Buddha. Like, Buddha absolutely Uh, existed. Like, Muhammad existed and, like... These people existed, and like, um, I think that they got a lot like the same revenants that like yeah. celebrities get nowadays. But it would be impossible for a man to come saying, "I'm the son of God," and anybody believe them, right? We're too connected at that point. Yeah. Like, really, we're connected with all the other like knowledge of the world. So if somebody's like, "Hey, I'm from this crazy place," and they look at me, and they're like, "Holy crap!" Like you, <laughs> like now it would be like you're full of shit. But then it would be like. Tell me more. Like, what the heck is this? But also, like, to disclaimer, asterisk, Buddha didn't consider himself a god. Buddhism isn't a spiritual religion. It's a, a way yeah. of life, of becoming one in unity and whatnot. Um, yeah, sorry. I just wanted to ah, throw yeah, that out there because we fine. lumped him with Jesus and Muhammad, and that wasn't fair. Yeah, that's, yeah. Even though apparently I guess he's a dick? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I just, like, feel like we're getting into the age of technology that we're too wrapped up and well, which is why which is why I think it's impossible to believe in ghosts to kind of yeah. bring it full circle like, oh, like yeah. I can't believe in an afterlife is we live in a like a realm like where it's everything's recorded and you have this these, these bullshit recordings of quote unquote ghosts and it's like they all can be ex- explained by like insert anything here but they're like oh but what about like what about possessions? This what about houses that destroyed family that you've never heard of? Yeah, like, oh my! It's just like <laughs> like everything, everything from like back in the day, where like with with possessions and like like fathers that murdered their entire families when he was going stir crazy for being home all day. Those can all be explained by like things that they didn't understand, like gas leaks or like or is like this is the most prominent thing when it came to like came like the what's the name of that house that was like haunted uh, um, I want to say Annaville or something yeah exactly and yeah, like and whatever. like he kills his family it's like you look back at the house and then you look at the blueprints and you know, learn to understand it it's like oh most likely this is an outdated form of natural gas like conductor I, I, I don't yeah, know yeah there's facts with, so but, many factors that can be put into it like yeah. there's I studied uh, biological mental health and it's like that for me just kind of refuted a lot of the things that I believed before. It was just crazy how just brain trauma could just manipulate your personality um, and all that. It's just crazy. I listened to a comedian the other day who was talking about um, it was uh, Tom Segura. He has a segment talking about funny, funny disabilities, um, which sounds fucked up. 
But one of the funny disabilities he was talking about are people that, like, hit their head really hard. Um, or something other, like that. Yeah. And they, they go in a coma, they come out, and they speak in an accent. Like, forever. It's yeah. just forever. And, like, it's weird. And they, they uh, you have some white guy speaking with a Jamaican accent. And it's just like, you didn't grow up that way. He just heard it. And now, now it's his thing. It's like, it's insane. <laughs> the brain is fucking weird it's crazy. um actually like uh when i got my when i was living with you and ryan in bozeman and i got a concussion snowboarding i went to a staff meeting for work and i went to say something and i said it and i got these weird look at looks at me from around the table and I, like i was unaware of what was going on but uh everyone looked at me and asked me to repeat what I said, so I repeated it again, but I was kind of frustrated. I'm like, I just said it clearly. And then they stopped me and said, that's not what you just said. You just said gibberish. And I was like, no, I said this. Like, Excuse me, sir, are you having a stroke? It, I, I don't know. It was the weirdest, like, I, so back then I wasn't for going to the doctor. I felt like the doctor was a ripoff, actually. <laughs> After going to the doctor from that, it was kind of a ripoff because I watched the doctor pull up WebMD right in front of me, like, on her phone. So I was like, well, okay, I'm paying you, you know, money for this. You know, what's interesting about that, though, is, like, I've, I've talked to I've talked to a couple friends that are in the medical field. And there is an air of, like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there is a lot of, like, Googling things. Yeah. Um, but the important thing about being a doctor is being able to recognize immediate harms. Um or, like, being able to have the know-how of how to treat those immediate, immediate harms, even if it comes from, like, doing some research. So, back in the day, if you think about it, if you think about any profession, like, legal or medical or anything like that, let's say you came in, you came in Referencing and, books and yeah, everything. Yeah, you, you'd be like, oh, this was wrong. They'd be like, give me a moment, let me go confer, they talk to their coworkers, they'd reference head trauma books. You'd be in there waiting for them to come back saying you have a concussion. This is what you need to do. I mean, obviously, a concussion's easy and understandable. I'm yeah. sure that any doctor with any like any grain of salt would be able to handle you there. But like in rare situations where you come in and your shoulder has been hurting for a week, your right, like your third right rib feels like it's burning out of your body, and for whatever reason, your pinky toe's numb. Yeah. They'd be like, I have no idea what that is. They'll go back and they'll reference a bunch of books, see if they can find anything that crosses in there. Um, they'll talk to colleagues, they'll make phone calls, and like they'll do all they can to try to figure out what's wrong with you. And now they can put that in Web, WebMD, which is a great resource. So it's like, you shouldn't fault your doctor for using WebMD. Yeah, I guess that's true, yeah. I mean, it's just using the quickest resource at their fingertip. Maybe maybe you can fault her for not leaving the room and making you wait, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> better I'm going to go confer as she goes texting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really, like... It was really weird to have that kind of thing happen, and then just, like, that incident with the concussion, because, like, what happened is I I had a helmet that wasn't fitting right, and it ended up nailing me in the back of the head. You need to work on your helmets, man. Yeah, I mean, I bought this thing on, like, on outlet online, and it didn't fit right, and I was like, whatever, I'm wearing a helmet, it's cool. Is that, like, the weird golden one that you used to have? Yeah, the black and gold one. Yeah, Yeah, that was too big for me, and it It wasn't weird, it was just different. Yeah. (laughs) It had, like, a Ronin gold face on the back, or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, like, that ended up happening, and, like, after getting that concussion, it was just unreal, the experience I had, because... A lot of it wasn't in my control, but I know what it came from. 
and it's just a really bizarre experience and like experiencing that and then going into classes of biological psychology i could come at it from a different viewpoint of like that a lot of these people who experience these mental health issues are not in control of it it's like it's very different approach you know what's like so you kind of we were talking about the, like the brain and whatnot like something yeah. that, like that i was kind of thinking about um so deja vu um like where you're you're living through a moment that you could swear that you've lived through before and you, yeah. you can guess what's gonna happen next um i have mixed feelings about deja vu speaking i'm thinking we were talking about brain things and that kind of not going well going on yeah I had it explained to me that deja vu is your brain trying to catch up with the events of what's going on in front of you. Yeah, that's how they explain it. Yeah, so like that blew my mind. It's kind of like when you were talking earlier when you asked me about what was it that blows your mind? What was that again? Um, shit, what were we talking about? You, you mentioned like this blows my mind. Wait. Why doesn't this blow anybody else's mind? Oh, the um, looking uh, aliens from a distant galaxy and looking they were through looking a telescope. At us. Yeah, they'd be seeing dinosaurs. Yeah. They'd be seeing us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like that blew your mind. This blows my mind. The fact that it's our brain catching up. Cause I've had moments of deja vu where I swear to you, I know what's going to happen next. And I could swear, I could tell you what you were about to say. Yeah. Um, and they're like, which kind of, you know, goes against like the gates, the idea of free will, which kind of just like blow, like freaky as hell. If you think about that. Um, or maybe just, I can see the future. <laughs> Peppy, maybe I just can see that future. I mean, I also have experiences where I feel like karma came into play, but <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't like I did something nice for somebody unfortunate, and then this random thing the next day happened to me, and then I was like, "Whoa!" Like I just did something nice for somebody yesterday, and I just got this really nice thing happen to me. Like that's really weird. It's weird that nice things happen to you, baby. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> So, like, just break down the situation super quick. Yeah, I go for it. drove this guy to his place across town. Was not, like, some random guy I'd never met before. Wait, 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 wait. When did this happen? Uh, it was uh, when I was going to school at MSU. Me and Brian were at Taco Time okay. in Haver. Okay, so you were in Haver. Yeah. All right. And this random guy, like, came down and sat at our booth and was like, hey, remember me from high school? I'm like, this guy's obviously older than us. We're like, no. And he just started talking to us, like, well, my car broke down. I need to get gas. Can you drive me to the gas station? So I'm like, whatever. Gas station's two blocks away. Started driving to the gas station. He's like, no, the gas station across town. So we go to the east side of Haver, drop him off at the gas station. I even, like... He's like, well, let me go grab something, and I'll come back. And then I waited for him, <laughs> took him back to, the, like, this sketchy-ass complex in Haver, and, uh, like, this apartment complex. And, then, like, that was that. And then the next day, I'm going to my friend's house. I go to pay for my gas, and this random guy accidentally paid for my gas. It's, like, 20 bucks, And uh, he's like, whatever, it's cool, like... Uh, I was trying to fill up my boat, like, 20 bucks is nothing compared to filling my boat, and, like, have a good day, and I was like, holy crap, that's weird, and, like, I, I connected those two, like, I don't know, it was a really weird occurrence Jesus to happen. Jesus looking out for you, man. I guess. Or... Every time you think, man, I really, I'm really happy I have 20 bucks right now, you, you think back to that guy. Yeah, I it's guess. butterfly effect. You, you've had $20 more than what you th- thought you needed. Yeah, that's why that's why I want to say that. 
since then, you've had $20 more than you needed. Yeah. They are. Uh, just, like, ever since then, I'm like, that's my one instance of karma. Like, drove this guy across town. The next day, I got, like, 20 bucks back. Like, more money than I invested in driving that guy across town. I think it may be anecdotal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was just, like, my one tidbit of karma. I was like, oh, that was a nice thing. Like, I would like to believe that you put good in the world and you'll get good back. So, that would be nice. But then I work mental health. and You know where we all could use more karma? I looked. Dates. Oh, dates. And the awkward dates. The awkward date, Peppy. Yeah. We're going back to the map. Okay, yeah. It was a good, serious conversation, though. I would love to have another. <laughs> Tell us in the comments down below how you feel about our serious conversation. That lasted a very long time, actually. Yeah, that was a really long one. Um, we do have about 15, 20 seconds we have to cut out of the podcast from when Garrus decided that he wanted to drink all of the water in the house. Um, but anyways, the awkward date. <clears throat> Tonight, I'm going on a date with asshole Jeremy from physics class. He asked me out over eight times and I always thrusted him away. This time though, this time I thought I'd kick it. Wait, this time I thought I'd kick for it. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, why not? Who is this? Who is it shambling? That did not work out. Anyway, really word. Asshole Jeremy is one of those irate kids kind of guys who gets the straight cues in every subject. He's kind of a banker's goose. It was hump day night when I heard in. At our door. It was asshole Jeremy holding a bouquet of basketball fields. He bowed and then handed them to me and said, You look colossal, my dear, shall we? I almost jumped from laughter but held it in the best I could. I took his left hand as we leaped onto his scooter. (laughs) We drove to the restaurant that overlooked the forest. He ordered french fries, giraffe fingers, and grape gravy with huge octopus burgers with mead. I just wanted a hamburger with a glass of ranch. <laughs> I guess he thought I was muddy, but his outfit had a had me lose my appetite. Pink plaid socks with a button-down shirt tucked in and oversized sweater on. With an oversized sweater on. After dinner, we he drove me home. We talked about lamps. And how they're so annoying. Which was blank. And then he walked me to the band him. He kissed me on the foot. (laughs) Out of all places. Then scratched his eyeball. And said I had like thought. And then I remembered oh you chose thought. I nodded my pinky eye. (laughs) The school bathroom. Wow. (laughs) Man that was hard to read because I. Um, yeah. What'd you think? What'd you think of the Mad Lib? Should we cut the section? Do we like it? Do we hate it? Tell me about church camp. Oh, yeah. Um, we were talking about dinosaurs. I think that the Earth is older than... <laughs> years old. Um, yeah, like, you know, that's how the Bible says. So, the devil is just, just testing us with these dinosaur bones. We were talking about that. Yeah. Alright, so dinosaur bones and church camp. I mean, it wasn't 
It's like a, I forgot what they call them. It was like a church. Youth group. <sighs> Man. Man. Um, uh, it was like. It's like. <laughs> Goddamn. Um, it, we went on to one of the Dakotas, I swear it was, um, to a Christian college campus to praise God and all that because I was had a crush on a girl. I guess there's a girl involved, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and that's why I wanted to go to church for a girl. Bad mistake, but... I feel like that's how religion gets most young men. Yeah. Women. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. It it did work. But, uh, so, I went to the... They made us take these Christian college credits, and so we had to take classes. Have I never heard of this before? I do not. It's kind of a weird thing. It's... So let's share with it with our listeners. Sorry, go on. Um, so I took this one that had to do with... I I just remember being fascinated with it because it had to do with dinosaurs. I'm like, I love dinosaurs. Like, I've always loved dinosaurs since I was a kid. Dinosaurs are awesome. Dinosaurs love you. Yeah, they should. Because I put a lot of time and effort in loving them. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> so I was taking this class, and uh, the professor comes in, and he's telling us that... Um, Dinosaur bones are fake, and scientists uh, place them to confuse people and make them become non-religious because it's part of the scientific agenda. Blah, blah, blah. Oh. And I'm sitting through this, and I'm like, bullshit. I love dinosaurs. Dinosaur bones aren't fake. (laughs) Your one one base... For your fact to call bullshit is I love dinosaur bones. No, I actually I've pulled up dinosaur bones in the Badlands of Haver, outside of Haver, just north. Or or so scientists planted. Planted and let you think that <laughs> for you first graders. It seems like a school trip to the Badlands and Haver is a good time to plant <laughs> some dinosaur bones to refute God. <laughs> to refute, not God. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, so, I ended up saying, like, I, I forgot what I said. It was something to the extent of... You actually said something? Yeah, I, I rose my hand, like, what, are you kidding me? Like, I I wasn't nearly as sarcastic back then. I was just kind How old of, were you? I'd have been 14, no, 15. I know, I know what girl this is. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, I was just like... You gotta be kidding me, this is ridiculous. And I actually got removed from the classroom because... What? Yeah, no, they removed didn't. me from the classroom. Let me tell you... So, I was like, really... I, I don't know, I remember I was pissed off because I'm like, this is bullshit. Uh, I said some question that was like, are you... Like, are do you seriously believe in this? Like, dinosaur bones are all over the place. Like, they're discovering them all over the world. Like, what? If scientists were like, are you kidding me? Like, I was just like dumbfounded by this guy that was trying to tell us the dinosaur bones were planted by scientists all over the world and many different cultures have discovered them and have like, I was just blown away. I was like, really? Are, do you did think you, we're you, that I, stupid? Did you at any okay? Did you at any point believe it or like no? Like you might have any it like, was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. One of the dumbest things I've ever heard, <laughs> and I was just so pissed off. And then they ended up making me sit out 
like from the classes from the rest of my time. And honestly, that is the second worst church. Um, <laughs> second worst? Yeah. The first time, or the number one, is that I got the flu over this church. I don't even know what you call them. Church trips? Going to like some... A, like a lock-in where you hung out in the church? or like you? It was like a long trip that you go to a different state and go to some place and worship God. What's and all that. the first one happened at? I swore it was one of the Dakotas. I can't remember. Sounds about right. Yeah, and then we went somewhere else. Um, but I ended up getting the flu during it and felt super sick. And I ended up getting told by one of the people that, like, one of the told parents. Told Told. <laughs> one of the, I got told by one of the. I mean, it's a church the, story. It could be toweled. I'm sorry. I got told by one of the, like, the adults that were chaperoning us that... I was a liar, and I just didn't want to go praise God. And I was, it was literally summer. I It was, like, somewhere super hot. I can't deal with heat anyways. But I was in a sleeping bag midsummer because I was so cold. I had the chills. Also, kids going to this place had the flu. So it was really understandable that I got the freaking flu because there's people in the youth group that got had the flu beforehand. So why the fuck not would I get the flu? But uh, I ended up saying, like, getting told I was faking it and that I wasn't trying. Like, I just, I felt like shit and they were telling me that I was faking it. And I was, I did not respect that. I was, I hated those people. I was just like, fuck this. And then there's one point that I said, I think it was on the last one with the fucking paleontologist christ guy that uh we're driving there and i said something about i said holy crap holy cow we're on route 666 to a church camp and the adult ahead of me said don't you dare say holy cow in this bus wait holy cow is what holy cow uh, and yeah, I just got shat on a whole bunch of those trips. So I went on two, and by the second one, I was just done. I was like, I'm over this religion. I'm over this girl. I am like, this is fucking ridiculous. The, the effort I have to put in is not worth it. So yeah, that's uh, that's my church camp story. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, I don't even. I. I feel like I want to download into some of that, but I don't. Um, I have a shirt from it somewhere. Like, uh, I don't a know thermal why I wear shirt. that every day. I, I know. I could, my, my soul might be saved if I wear it. Might be. Might be. Um, might not be. Where are we at? It's about 15 minutes left of what we would normally do. Okay. Um. So we wanted to talk a little bit about Snowboarding abroad, it looks like. Oh, yeah. No. Five characters. Okay. You want to do that? Yeah. What's, 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 that's, you wrote that one. That down. was me. What's yeah. that about? Um, so, I just thought it would be kind of cool. Five characters from whatever, like video games, movies, books, real life. I don't know. Like, anything. Like, five characters. Like, we're going to rank them on the fly. Like, we both have our own list or we make our we make a list together? 
We have our own list. We have our own list? Okay. So Number five. Number five. For Devin. Number five. Oh my god, so we gotta start from the bottom? <laughs> this, this is hard. So number five for what's the just like people? It's just anything. 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 The world. The world. So so like what's the criteria for the list? Like anything. So we're we're two, three, yeah. four, and five. So number five is gonna be um Star Lord. Star Lord. Alright, why so? Like why is Star Lord? Star-Lord because... No. Oh. Green Lantern. Okay. Because that one that one resonates more. Because I am... I, I, growing up, was obsessed about, like, wanting to travel and, like, see the universe. And, like, the Green Lantern's part of this big society that's part of the universe that he's thrown into. Oh. And so, like, he's just, like, hot-headed pilot um, that, like, just has to become, like, this hero that, like, he never wanted to be... Um, and has to like learn to be a part of this national society of the Green Lanterns, um, and it's just I don't know. I think it's cool. I I'm really sad that when Ryan Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds did it, it wasn't very good because he makes an amazing Deadpool, and I think he would make a really good Green Lantern if they didn't screw up the script for that. However, I believe that was written during the writer strike, wasn't it? Maybe no, that was that was uh, Wolverine. Yeah. Um, Anyways, yeah, so number five, number five for from Heroes for Wherever, I'm going to put Green Lantern. Heroes, villains, pe- pe- people, anything. Characters from whatever, my number five is Green Lantern. What is your number five? All right, um, my number five would have to be Godzilla. Godzilla? Yeah. Why is that? The lizard that taught me if you put dirt in your wounds, you will heal. <laughs> Didn't you, you fell off a porch once and ate dirt, right? Yeah. You want to um, tell the listeners about that? Jesus. Um, so, yeah, I, my cousin Corey, if he's listening, there's one time oh when God, we were younger. He should listen. We should really he should listen. make sure he listens yeah. to our podcast. Um, if he, yeah, when we were younger, when I was living in the white trailer, uh, it, that was before the green trailer. Back in the day, we all lived in the trailer park. The trailer park. And Peppy's describing the trailer park. Trailers based on their color, which to me, the co-podcaster makes sense some of our listeners that makes sense yeah, as well. like, that's, the right, that's the one that was right in, is it the one that was right next to your no it was down the street right in the cul-de-sac yeah the small cul-de-sac yeah. when you're yeah, yeah nearby yeah where jeremy lived yeah yeah, yeah. right uh-huh. For, right uh, across the street yeah for the rest of our listeners it was a fucking trailer yeah. yeah um so we had this porch that had two by four it was built by two by fours and there's large spaces in between them so there's oh, like you mean gaps. Like the, the side or the bottom? It was like pallets almost, but on the for the floor. We talking about the floor? Yeah, there just were, for there the were porch. gaps in the yeah. floor of your porch. Yeah, it was just like a walkway. Like okay, it was like two by four or uh, pallets going down, making a porch. That it sounds just, like Smithville. All right, go on. Yeah, <laughs> it was maybe like what is this four or two two three feet by like. 10 it was weird <laughs> it like it feet w- by 10 yeah That's it was pretty cool. big okay, it yeah. was it went out long it was like a dock right. oh, so it was long okay yeah cool. it's like um, a dock is that what you said yeah so like maybe it, they bought it, maybe they got a dock and like we can make porches out of this and they people were falling through these holes into the water we need to make this into a porch <laughs> um but uh but so like, literally we're talking about like you you could fall through your porch uh if or was, could you fall through your porch because you were a child so if yeah, if you had really small feet, or if you put a chair on top of that porch, then you would fall through, like a little, 
lawn chair or something. Yeah. So uh, I ended up getting locked out of the trailer. I forgot what even the context was it, but Corey locked me out of the trailer, and I swore. Hey, Corey. <laughs> stop your shit. <laughs> Some bitch. Uh, so I was just like, I'm going to be a badass and just play it cool. Put my little child chair on top of this porch that had large gaps in it for a chair. And I'm going to just sit there. And when he opens the door, I'm going to just be chilling there. And I'm like, I've been waiting. So, <laughs> it's so chilling. I've been here. Yeah, I was like, time. what, you're going to lock me out of the, the trailer? Cool. Um, I'm cool with that. I'm going to just sit here in my little green chair. It's a child's chair. Anyways. So I'm sitting. I, I, I activate this plan. I put the chair up on the porch. And uh, I go to sit on it. One of the legs fell through the holes, and I am falling off the porch into dirt. So I thought it was over, like, honestly. And as Godzilla does, get dirt up in your system. Yeah. So I started eating dirt. Eating dirt. Yeah. Save yourself. Yeah, and uh, then Corey opened the door. This is, like, maybe minutes after he locked it. <laughs> opens the door, and I'm just eating dirt. Like, ah! <laughs> just crying, and, like, just, I'm going to die because I fell in the dirt, and... Like to you, it felt like an age. Like, yeah, yeah. But to, to Corey, it was like two minutes. So. Yeah. so Godzilla teaching me to eat dirt. You know what blew my mind? So I don't watch a lot of Godzilla growing up. I don't watch yeah. a lot of TV at all. Okay, but um, unless it was like my specific cartoons, but like that I watch. But like I don't watch a lot of movies. I, I should say I didn't know. I did not know Godzilla was a good guy. <laughs> I don't know for the longest time well, that I mean, Godzilla is a good guy, technically. Well, like, I mean, old Asian ones, he's not, yeah, really. Yeah, but. for humanity, he's not the good guy. Except for when other monsters come into yeah, play. and then he's like, he no, is this good is guy. my fucking turf. Yeah, I'm it's like, your shit, so you don't these kill humans, my humans. These humans you're fucking with, these are my humans to fuck with. Goodbye. And it's then he's like, the good guy. It's kind of like when you have a sibling, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, he, I, I'll talk shit on my, my siblings all day. Like, <laughs> you? You talk shit about my sibling? Wreck your shit. I'm yeah. gonna go all Godzilla on you. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Godzilla for me. Okay, History. so, so, four, number four. My number four, I'll go first. I had a little bit of time to think about it. Squall. I think, I'm going to say Squall. He's from Final Fantasy VII. He is... Eight. eight. Sorry, yeah, he's... It's oof. all good. I was going to say, not Final Fantasy VII. Okay, so from Final Fantasy VIII, he is the hero of the story. And the reason why I choose Squall is he is the first character in a video game to ever have a personality for me. Like, uh-huh. I would play video games growing up, and it would be things like Doom, or One Must Fall, or, or oh, Heroes of My Magic 3. Yeah. Like, the very non-character-centric things. And then I, I played Final Fantasy VIII, because I refused to play seven seven because you loved it. You loved it so much that I did <laughs> Cloud not is play. coming up on this. I am. Actually, I, Final I Fantasy VII is going to come up twice on this I list. I knew he was going to be there. But, like, you loved Seven so much that I didn't want to love Seven. I don't know why. I wanted to have my own thing. I wanted something that I can associate with. Okay. So I bought Final Fantasy VIII. And it's just, like, the first character-driven story I ever, like, really got invested in. And, uh, yeah. So I would say Squall would be my number four. All right. Um, my number four. It's going to go Final Fantasy. Like, this is <laughs> unfair that you went there before me. Yeah, but I'll beat you. It's, it's kind of tied. I don't know. Like, so I'm going to kind of tie in with my childhood, but also, like, my current state. So if I was a kid, number one would totally be Ash Ketchum. But I'm going to put him at number four with Cloud Strife. Like, these two are tied for, like, right now is, like, Wait, you say your number one would be 
Wait, if I was a kid, like Ash Ketchum. Oh, he, yeah, that. yeah. Like, I'm kind of like coming from that childish mentality right yeah. now. I'm, I'm so a child at heart. But uh, Cloud and Ash are like the two. Like, Cloud, Final Fantasy VII, I played that as a kid. I fucking loved it. I don't know. Like, I actually had to watch videos lately to really understand the story. It is such a deep story beyond like what my child mind could comprehend because like reflecting back to final fantasy 7 like that was a shit show i don't even know what's going on so i had to watch videos explaining it again just so i could re-understand it and i was like oh man that makes a lot more sense it's still really convoluted it's a lot of mature themes for a child to understand <laughs> so i did not understand but uh like cloud was like that hero that was really I don't know, he's really confused, and, like, I related well with him, like, I just was like, oh, man, I even named Cloud, because you can name your Final Fantasy characters, uh-huh. I named him Ty, because I was like, oh, Cloud, Ty, yeah, that's happening. Um, basically also, the same man. Yeah, basically the same guy. Basically. But also, uh, Ash, because, he, like... You can't just do two of this. I, I have to, I have to. Is as a kid, like Ash was such a role model for me because there's all these people participating, like I guess in their world, animal fighting and brutality. And Ash is like, "You gotta treat him with love, man." And I was like, "Oh man, I love animals. Like if I were to fight a, like have a fight other animals, I would love them." I'm like, not a vegetarian. Yeah, me too. I love hamburgers. <laughs> cows yeah, taste so good. <laughs> cows. Yeah, that's all you. My number three, and you can see, like, I, I, I'm trying to, like, scribble down things so I'm not so off guard. Yeah. And I have arrows everywhere because, like, my list changes. I'm crossed out names. Okay, okay. Um, so my number three, is what I've decided to be put on the spot, is going to be Trunks from Dragon Ball Z. Okay. And my reason for Trunks isn't because of who Trunks is. So Trunks in the series, for those of you that don't know, is he comes initially from the future to warn the characters about the threat of these androids that are coming to destroy the Earth. And then, like, he stays, Future Trunk stays to help um, get ready to fight the androids. He does that, and then leaves, and then Trunks is technically born in the normal Dragon Ball Z universe, and then you watch Trunks grow up throughout the series. Um, we, we, Tyler and I, and a few of our friends, we would buy the Dragon Ball Z toys, and we would dibs other ones we haven't bought yet. So we were kids, and we, like, we knew we wanted to buy more. Yeah. And we would basically dibs, based on the picture of the last the back of the box... Like, this character's not in yet, but I'm dibsing him. And I look from the back of the box, and I see Trunks. I see this guy, and I'm like, dibs. Just look at him. Dibs him. So I dibs Trunks. Then I, I, I use the internet to the best of my ability back in infancy of, like, not being, like, there's no, like, good Google. There's, like, there was Google. You used Yahoo back then. And like, there was no, like, good hubs for Dragon Ball Z. And I was just, like, researching and researching and researching this guy, Trunks, like, what do I need to know about trunks? And like, I, could you, if you imagine, you look up trunks on the internet and you get swimsuits. Like, right? It's super hard to get information yeah. on trunks. And like, I, I would look at his outfit to get ideas like what trunks is. And I saw the C. And I didn't make the connection to Capsule Corp back then. I made the connection to being like maybe a cop. And I'm like, oh, maybe he's a cop with a sword, which is dope. Like, I don't understand. But like, what, what I loved about trunks more so than the character himself was the fantasy and like the the like the, the research and like wondering about who this guy is you and trying to learn him. his character yeah. Yeah. yeah and like when he when he when he showed up it was better than what i could imagine <laughs> like he came from the future 
to save his family. And, like, he's got... And he came in this time capsule. And, like, it turns out that they're two different timelines. But he's able to go back to his timeline because he learned how to beat them. And, like, it was just such a... Like, I had built it up... I think it's the only situation that I can think of in, in my life where I've built up a character, built up a story so much in my head where I think it's going to be amazing. And it turns out to be better. Um, I couldn't fathom when it came up with that. I was really happy with it. And I didn't, I didn't read it. I never found out where Trunks came from until I saw it in the series. So I'm going to say Trunks will be my number three on my list. Fair enough. All right. So um, my number three, I'm touching a lot of like childhood here. Um, Duo Maxwell. Duo Maxwell? Wait. Duo Maxwell from Gundam Wing. Oh. Death Scythe Pilot. Death Scythe. Yep. Um, Death Scythe was my, from Gundam Wing, was my favorite Gundam suit. And his pilot was this sarcastic, jokey, like, never really serious dude that was existential as fuck after watching the anime again as an adult. I was just like, holy shit, this guy is like, doesn't care about death. It's really weird. But, like, watching the anime after, like, as an adult, as I'd like to claim to be, as just kind of blows my mind the parallels I have with that character because I'm, like, very sarcastic and, like, all that stuff. And, like, I don't know. It's. I think that was a good pairing for me as a kid. It was like, that's who I want to be as an adult, this badass Gundam pilot and sarcastic, like, not taking seriousness, like, too seriously, like, serious situations. I'm like, whatever, blah, 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 I'm make a joke. And that's how I, like, function in society. So I might have to go with number three, Duo Maxwell, because, like, I feel like just that that is... I don't know. Great character for me to idolize as a child. Um. <laughs> so I'm not. He didn't make my list, but I thought about it a lot. Because, and mainly, it didn't make my list because I can't remember his name. But the the pilot, Sandrock. I think his name's Catra, right? Mm-hmm. Um. I I loved like that character. I think I think initially it was like, I really liked the Gundam, but like I really liked the idea that like like he was a wealthy like he was wealthy. He like, came from like a sand area. And, yeah. Like, he didn't let his, like, wealth get in his way of, like, serving, like, this better man, and, um, I, I found a lot of his, his, his attributes to be, like, likable and endearing and whatnot, so I, 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 I would say, like, I can understand what make your list, and I think yeah. that's the same reason why I, I was drawn to that, drawn to that pilot, is I feel like, um, that's something that I would like to strive to be, and, like, obviously not wealthy, but, like, the attributes that he brought, brought along with that. Like also, he had like a scorpion yeah. shield, which is dope. Yeah. Um, however, my number two is Arthas from the Warcraft series. Okay. And I think the reason why I like Arthas so much, and for those of you who don't know who Arthas is, so Arthas is the prince of Lordaeron, this glorious paladin like of the light that's going to like be the next king of Lordaeron, and uh, there's so much hope and love and trust into this young man. And then this scourge comes across his land. Like, these evil monster things are plaguing his land, killing his people, turning them into zombies, and making them fight back the neighborhood. And he's like, I need to I need to destroy this evil and purge the land of this, of this scourge and, like, save my people. So Arthas goes on this, like, this quest to, to, to kill all this evil in his land. And it becomes more, more of a struggle to do such a thing because, like, he, he, ha- he wants to, like, 
be a good paladin and stay in the light, but he recognizes he has to dabble in some evil abilities, like evil things to like kind of like get the power to fight back. And eventually this leads him on a quest to this thing called the Frostmourne, which is the weapon of the Lich King, which he has been told will be able to help him take out this evil. And he gets this sword and it turns him into the Lich King and like it, it, it possesses him. And then eventually he destroys his kingdom for this lust for power and the hopes to save it. And I think it's such a, like, the story of Arthas is such a tragedy. Like, the, that, that lust of, like, not power, but, like, like, to perfection, to protect, like, all yeah. those things around him. He's so selfless that he becomes, like, selfish in the end. Like, he, he it becomes his... His 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 search to protect his people becomes his, like the the fall of his people. Um, he ends up killing a bunch of innocents because he wants to kill them before they change, and he doesn't care whether or not you are infected or not. And it's just a tragedy, and it's such a good story, and the character. I, I so like when I played through his character back like is a video game. When I played through his character back in the day, I don't think I would have made any decision differently than he did. Um. I would have done this like this. Look, this seems like a good idea. Let's go get this weapon of mass destruction to protect my world, and then destroy it with it. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a a good a good story arc, and I really enjoyed it. It's sad for him. You end up killing him in the games later, but um, it's a good story. I like the character. All right. Uh, my number two is kind of a hero that turns into the villain as well. Going, oh shit! Yeah, that was kind of weird. Um, Final Fantasy VII yet again. So I'm gonna go with Sephiroth is my number two. Um, he was a soldier for this army that was in the Final Fantasy. This is a long story, but um, he had he was a good guy at one point, and then uh, on one of his they would go on missions. He's kind of just a soldier. He'd go on some missions, and he got went on this top secret mission to uh nemelheim which is really the um where cloud as a character grew up and um he ended up going to this um it was like factory or some sort of thing where they wanted to investigate something and he comes to find this being called genova which is this almost a deity type creature that came from another world to take over their planet and he comes to realize that he is part of Genova which he was um born with Genova's cells and like in the womb and whatever and made him kind of gravitate towards this Genova being and uh made him kind of go mad but there's always the quite they the great thing about Final Fantasy 7 is they let the the story like it doesn't really end with a clear answer so there's the question always if he was in control of Genova or if Genova was in control of him and he's total halfway through the game you run into this character and he's like I'm going to take over the world I'm going to destroy it and use this world to go to the next world and take over that because that's Genova's wish but like it's his will or Genova's will you don't really know and he's just a fantastic character because 
playing the prequel that they made way after the fact. He's this guy that doesn't know... He's really good at what he does, but he doesn't know where he comes from. And then he becomes this really confused, not knowing where to go with it. And it's just... Oh, my God. It just... I love it because he just like rules with it and then becomes this uh, anti-hero but really antagonistic like want to destroy the earth type of character that becomes the bad guy and like seeing him from before Final Fantasy 7 that he like is was once a good guy and it's just it's great it's great (laughs) I love it Uh, yeah let's hear your number one my number one is torn between two characters from the okay. same the same book. Um, I'm going to tell you which one. It was almost Zaldan Luther from the book the the book the first law. Um, the first law is a fantasy book. It's low fantasy, so like no elves or anything like that. It's like set in kind of like almost a Games of Throny universe. Um, Giselle basically was a like a noble born. Um, he had, like, an easy life, no responsibility. He was very shallow. He was naive and self-centered. Um, and eventually he has to go through, uh, like, some changes and whatnot where he becomes more humble and whatnot. And Lee later gets a higher status. I'm not going to spoil the books. But I really like Giselle because he's... Giselle, Giselle, he gets very humbled. So I like that. And he almost got number one. But when I was thinking about the book, what number one I, well, I'm going to give it to you is a man named Logan... Nine Fingers, or The Bloody Nine. What I like about Logan Nine Fingers, he's a Northman in this book, and he's called Logan Nine Fingers because, spoiler alert, he had a finger cut off. So, Logan Nine Fingers is... Everybody in the North is terrified of Logan Nine Fingers. Nobody trusts Logan Nine Fingers. But when they when the author, um, Amber Crombie, I believe, he, he, um, he presents this character, you like him. You like him all the time. Yeah. Like, he is a good character. However, you get to the first fight scene with Logan Nine Fingers, and he, like, hulks out. There's a cut in the page. It's, like, another section of the new chapter. And he becomes the Bloody Nine. He, like, hulks out. Like, he becomes yeah. a whole different person. And, like, like the Bloody Nine comes to, and, like, well, he basically is one of them. He comes to, and he's, like, he's assessing the situation. The author changes the tone completely. And, like, he just goes on a fucking massacre of like the people that he's fighting but then eventually logan comes back and comes to before anything bad can happen and that becomes like the story like oh so this guy is an amazing guy but he gets like a bloodlust which makes him like really like stronger and he doesn't give a shit and like he wrecks shit um and that's the person like that's where he got the name like the bloody nine um and i think it's fascinating because this character you don't get a description of this character until halfway through the book like, you just know he's Logan, he's the Bloody Nine, you get to know this, like, he's, he's like, got, like, scars all over his face, and he's just, like, an unsightly look, and, like, you don't know that until you've already come up with your opinion of this person. Um, and he's a very, he's a very likable character, he's a good guy, and, like, he just gets in really shitty situations. And I, I, first of all, would recommend the first Law series to anybody. Um, well, not anybody. <laughs> If you like high, like low fantasy things like if you like Game of Thrones, you would love the first Lost series. But the first chapter is with Logan, the Bloody Nine. You have to read it; it's amazing. Your number one. All right. Um. Yeah, my number one, hands down, it's Deadpool. 
Of course, Deadpool. Yeah. Um, it's funny we, because, like, your number one is a superhero. My number five is a superhero. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, he's an anti-hero. Um, yeah, 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 I get it. He's Deathstroke, but with more flavor. Uh, me and Deadpool share the same birthday, February 1991. Wait, you're the same age as Deadpool? Yeah. His first comic release in February 1991. Oh, okay. His first comic release. Yeah, it was his first character release. Itself. No, no. I'm gonna say the character itself's only 26. No, uh, but are you 27 now? I'm 27 now. Yeah. Old man. Yeah, I'm getting there. See the gray hairs, oh, man. <laughs> like, um. Anyways, yeah. Um. So his comic was like his first comic was released in 1991. I don't know, like. When I first heard of Deadpool, like, I was like, well, this is really cool. Mark with a mouth. Like, really funny, like, ridiculous character that breaks the fourth wall and everything. And I started reading his comics, and I was like, mm, like, his comics are super entertaining. Like, and then got really into his lore and everything. And then also found out that his comics came out the same year I was born, same month I was born. I was like, wow, connections that comma, or not comma. Fate, if you will. Fate. Of I course, it's fated. Yeah, we were supposed to, like, find each other, you know? But, uh... <laughs> um, I just thought it was... Uh, he's just, like, a great character. And then his movie came out. Fantastic movie. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds plays him very well. He's amazing. Deadpool. Cannot wait for Deadpool 2. I think like, it's great. I cannot even tell you. I think it's interesting that they got notes back on Deadpool 2, too. Like, they, they showed a final cut, and the critique people had was that there wasn't enough cable. So, like, right? I believe it was a domino. Was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. But, like, they it's, said that was a very minor part, but yeah, they, like, but they, they, refilmed they it. it. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they added up that in. So, I mean, I'm just super psyched for that movie. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Like, I, yeah. I don't know, I, I think that Ryan Reynolds had a huge role in the first one. Yeah. Um, well, because he... So, I'm sorry, I don't mean to derail your portion of the story. No, Apparently, when he was playing... He was playing his part in Blade. Somebody told him about Deadpool, saying you would you would be Deadpool. You'd yeah. be perfect for Deadpool. And then he actually looked into it. And he became obsessed with the idea of playing Deadpool. Like this was his role. This is who he wanted to be. And he's like, I like I, I want to do De- like Deadpool right. And then he got the opportunity to be Deadpool during Wolverine, which we already kind of touched about earlier, actually, about how that was written during the writer strike and it took place during that. To my understanding, that took place during that event. So that's why it was so bad, is because the writers that they wanted were not taking part in it. Yeah. That's my understanding. I don't know. Do your own research. I could be wrong. But, like, they sent him the, whether it be the final cut or the script, they sent it to Ryan, and they're like, what do you think? And he's like, they are going to hate what you did. Like, everything, they're going to hate it. They're going to hate what you're doing here. Um, that happened, and then they're like, Brian, they hate it, they hate it, and he's like, I fucking told you, like, he says that in an interview, like, exactly like that. Um, and then eventually, like, the, we all know the CGI came out, and then the movie came out, the rest is, like, he had so much liberties in making the first one. Yeah. I hope that his team and him, that they, they had the same liberties making the second. Uh, I know there's some, uh, fuck, whoever was in charge of it, like, 
got kicked off very early on in Deadpool 2, so... So whoever was in charge of the first one got kicked off for a second? Or for whoever was in charge of the second one. Like, there was some news of, like, there was some disagreements between Ryan Reynolds and whoever, the director or whatever, and, like, ended up director got kicked off. I feel like that's not a bad move. Yeah, I I know. I know he's just an actor. However, there is so much of the first one's success has a lot to do with his individual effort. Exactly, like that short that the whole like the like the animated short that came out like that, that he, was that was made with him. Yeah, and like I feel like I, that I was, was accidentally f- released. Accidentally, yeah, leaked, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, there's so much that him and I'm assuming his team. I want to give him all the credit because I'm sure there's a lot of people behind yeah. him that yeah. helped as well that made it so successful. And like that's what I was worried about. The first one was so good that the second one's going to be okay. Well, we have we have this franchise established. Let's just pump it full of money. Like as many characters as we can. Make action figures. Let's let's make like movie posters. Money let's train. get as many one one line clips we can get in there. Let's just do as much as we fucking can to get as much money out of this. Yeah. Um, and so. I'm worried that's what's going to become. So I'm hoping it's not. Yeah. Well, well, I guess we'll see in May. May the Deadpool be with you. Yeah. You know what my favorite thing about May is is Star Wars no no my favorite thing about May is fucking Brian Linney posting may the insert every day of the month here be with you for the entirety of the month I love it like it's the like it's, I think it's the last thing I ever pay like I didn't really pay attention to it on Facebook but I look at it like oh, this is fucking hilarious and like may the 29th be with you I'm like that's amazing Brian like I, I don't know why I like it it just makes me happy I think it's hilarious I hope he, he's done it for the past like three years. I hope he keeps on keep. Yeah, Brian, this is like a tradition. Podcast, I don't think you listen to this podcast, but if you do, make sure you keep it on. Keep it on. Yeah, do your thing. All right. Well, I think that's actually. Oh, hold up. Oh, there are any characters that you just wanted to highlight that you any missed? I want to highlight that I missed. Yeah, that could have, would have. Who are you thinking about? Um, Vashta Stampede. Oh, yeah. Try again. I really love that anime. So, Ryan... Oh, my God. I, I can't... The spoiler at the end. Ryan and I watched yeah. that. And then, like, I saw she the told me about that. first time he used his gun. And I'm like, holy shit. Is he a... Insert the big spoiler, spoiler at the end. Yeah. Um, she told me about that. And I was like, fuck Devin. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you didn't know. I don't know. I was just, like, so caught up with the character. I was like, oh, man. That guy. That guy's so funny. Vash deserves an honorable mention. I think I think the green Jesus, Thrall, would deserve an honorable mention for me. <laughs> he unified the Horde, and he has a really yeah. good story. That's a Warcraft person as well. Um, he went from being an educated slave to rising up the second greatest power in Azeroth. Yeah. Um, that would be my that would be my runner-up there, too. I feel like yeah. I already had one with Katra, but... Uh, I mean, I had a two-laner... Two <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, two way. All right. Um, All right. Well, Peppy, thank you so much for for joining me this evening. It's been great. Yeah, I'm glad to join you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I guess we're joining each other. We're co hosting (laughs) this. So it's that time of night, Peppy. What are we now? What are we? We are Aardvark and done. And we are Aardvark and done.